Welcome to Living Water Radio. Bread is readily available, but not central to our diets in most places in our country today. Many of us in more affluent parts of the world even avoid bread as carbs. So it's understandable if some of us shake our heads when we hear Jesus' words, I am the bread of life. Today we are going to find out what they mean. Spoiler alert, they mean everything. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is the United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. A guy goes into a restaurant and sits down. The server comes by and gives him a menu and a bread basket. Please take your time. I'll be back in a few minutes, he says. The guy is looking over the menu when he hears, Nice tie. He looks around and sees no one. He goes back to the menu and hears, Nice shoes, too. He spins around but sees no one. He focuses on the menu and hears, Nice haircut. But no one's around. Just then, the server comes to take his order, and the guy says, Excuse me, but I keep hearing nice things being said about me, but there's no one around me. Oh, says the server, that's the bread. It's complimentary. (laughs) I cracked me up. Bread is at the center of today's reading from John chapter 6, starting at verse 30, but the guy is the bread. So, They said to him, What sign are you going to give us then so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. What sign? It must have been hard to be Jesus sometimes. Yes, it was. What sign? He had just come from feeding at least 5,000 people until they were full out of the, in the middle of nowhere with five barley loaves and two fish and had 12 baskets of leftovers. And the people in this text were there eating it. That's not a sign. Moses got into trouble by believing what these people suggested. He started to believe that he was providing the manna in the wilderness for God's people as he led them out of slavery. That's why he was allowed to see the promised land, but not to enter it, many scholars believe. Moses didn't give them bread from heaven. God did. Jesus clarifies this in the verses that follow, 32 to 34. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. The crowd was after another free meal, and Jesus took their need for food seriously. Here, though, they were missing the point of what had just happened to them. They didn't see that Jesus isn't a prophet through whom God gives manna, food for a day. 
Jesus fed people out of compassion, but he was born to die in order that they would have eternal life. Jesus is God who gives signs that he himself is the bread that is given for eternal life. Do these verses remind you of another sign? Maybe of the sign given to the Samaritan woman Jesus spoke with at the well in John 4, 13 and 14. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water, gushing up to eternal life. Jesus lays out the meaning of the sign of the feeding of the 5,000 plainly in the next verse, verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. People thirst and hunger for all kinds of things in life. Sometimes they're satisfied, but even then they run out. Most people in Jesus' day rarely ate until they were full, except at festivals and celebrations. Rough barley loaves were the staple of everyday life. Wheat bread was rare. Today, bread is common. Go to a grocery store. You can't go just to buy a loaf of bread. You will be faced with a bewildering array of choices. I made a list. White bread, wheat bread, whole wheat bread, whole grain bread, multi-grain bread, sprouted grain bread, rye bread, dark rye bread, Jewish rye bread, double-baked rye bread, Russian rye bread, extra sour rye bread, sourdough bread, cheese bread, potato bread, brown bread, oat nut bread, buttermilk bread, wonder bread, bread with chocolate, bread with milk, Sheep herders bread, pumpernickel bread, garlic bread, blueberry bread, raisin bread, olive bread, cottage bread, unleavened bread, no knead bread, and no oven bread. And it comes in many forms. Sandwich bread, bread rolls, bread in cans, bread sticks, grassini, communion wafers. Yep, that's bread. Day-old bread, bread crumbs, bread cubes, gluten-free bread, organic bread, bagels, artisanal bread, and flatbread, like flefsa. We have special bread for special days and special bread for special seasons. We have bread as part of our ancestral tradition, plain bread and fancy bread. They are fundamental to who we are. Mexican pan dulce, Armenian lavash, French baguettes and brulee and croissants. Middle Eastern pita bread, Italian bread, Turkish simit, Japanese sho... Kuban, Tanzanian mkate, thank you, Dean George Pindua, Hawaiian bread, Portuguese bread, naan bread from India, and hundreds more. You'll find many of them right here in American grocery stores. Where does all that bread come from? From the store, right? It just shows up. No, it takes a lot of people doing a lot of many kinds of work for bread to appear for us. And when you've eaten any of that bread, you'll be hungry again. The menu at a local restaurant says, the problem with our portions is that four or five days after eating here, you're hungry again. No matter how full you are, you'll be hungry again. But not with Jesus. Bread is referred to in both its physical form and in its meaning throughout the Bible. Jesus points to God's will that all people have enough to eat, 
and we can make a difference in that regard, God has provided. But he also points to an even more serious need. The bread that Jesus gives to us comes as a gift from God. That bread is himself. Jesus is the bread of life. God not only satisfies our hunger for life that truly is life, but he satisfies it for eternal life. He satisfies it by dying for us on the cross. The bread of life doesn't come from us doing good works or from our being materially successful or from our having the right credentials. It doesn't even come from being a church member alone if your heart isn't right with God. No, it comes through faith by the grace of God. It comes through a living relationship with the one true living God that it took the cross to achieve. The death of God's only begotten Son makes faith possible for all people, and it is given to all who will receive it. It comes through the work of the Holy Spirit, whose metaphor in both the Old and New Testament is streams of living water. The Holy Spirit, as church reformer Martin Luther said, calls us, gathers us, enlightens us, makes us holy, and keeps us in the one true faith. We all hunger and thirst for things that perish. Jesus is the true bread from heaven, for the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Of all the things we hunger for and thirst for, Jesus is the one who satisfies us for eternal life. Eat that bread today. Turn away from all that defies God. Open your heart to receive the gift of God of eternal life. Allow the Holy Spirit to shape and nourish you as streams of living water from within you. Allow Jesus to feed you with himself, the bread of life. And you who seek life that truly is life will never be hungry again. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccine, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com, or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal, and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses, and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home 
unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.